0: It's the Ringo Zone where we don't have a lead in. Hi, my name's Max.
1: <laughs> Fucking the strongest lead in we've ever had. You told me I was the lead in guy until Jen thinks something.
2: I guess I put you on the spot. I apologize. <laughs> <A> little
1: bit. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> it's right. cool. We're all cool here. Quick use some Ocean Town jokes.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh,
0: topical. Fu- oh, I, I don't have them. We didn't get to hear damn any. Damn it.
1: Natasha, introduce yourself. <laughs>
0: Natasha.
2: My name's Kayla.
0: Dewey wins.
2: Dewey wins, but do Dewey wins. wins.
0: Yeah, fucking burying the lead with that lying title.
1: It's like the it's like the thematic opposite of, like, in Dragon Ball Z, where it's like, Will Frieza win the battle? And then the next episode is, Frieza loses. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not gonna continue? lie,
0: I, I feel a little weird about doing a Dewey episode without Evan. Oh, that's true.
2: Fuck. Well, that's on him. You know how
1: much Evan loves Dewey. Yeah. You know how much Evan loves failure?
2: Mm. Uh, uh, wow! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even Evan, and I'm like really hurt by that. <laughs> Savage Natasha! Jesus shit Christ! <laughs>
0: Oh, <laughs> this is great. That <laughs> well, that
2: that was not very.
0: Drinking, like we're drinking. We're all to a great start here.
2: <laughs> all right, so I have all of five notes for Dewey wins. Fucking, let's tear through them, Eight. baby. That's what I. That's what I said. Twenty-five minutes. Let's do it. So, uh, friendly reminder that Stephen is fourteen. Uh, yeah,
0: fucking. Yeah. So, so, that's my first thing. Yes. Uh I said when Stephen and Connie eventually get married, if because I'm gonna be honest. Times like this, I kind of doubt the viability of the long-term relationship between them. Okay. And I know, as as like a consumer of media, often starring youngsters and or the youth, uh, I, you know, tend to kind of fantasize about the, oh, happily ever after, like how Aang and Katara met when they were, you know, 12 and 14, and they got married and had kids and stuff, and like, I write Persona fanfiction where the characters, like, met in high school and are married and have kids, but, like, Stephen Connie, I can foresee that not happening. And if they do, I can foresee Stephen sleeping on the couch a lot.
1: Well, we already know what side of the boat Kayla resides on, that ultimately Stephen is going to get space married to Paradot.
2: There's, I do want to be clear, there is a difference between shipping something and having an OTP, within a, a piece of media. <laughs> I, w- I don't know if I would go so far as to, as to say that I would be happy if the show canonically took that turn. <laughs>
1: That'd be fucking yeah, weird. Yeah, like, like, if
2: the show ends with Steven and Peridot getting space married, that would be, like, really unpalatable, I actually think. <laughs> anyway, uh, that took a turn. So, friendly reminder that Steven is 14 um, because Connie and an is, idiot. is trying to explain to him and literally says the words I'm hurt, like you hurt me and yeah. Steven is just like, what? No, what, well, what are you talking about? Whatever. You're fine, I'm looking at you right now.
0: But as you said, he's 14. This whole thing is supposed to be like emotional intelligence. He's being pretty fucking This is not here. an 8 year
1: old like take, interpreting her as in literal like, he's 14, he can understand that hurt is like, Johnny Cash understands that hurt well, means more than physical pain.
2: Well, in his defense, he did have to literally resurrect Lars, so emotional hurt might not be what's on the brain.
0: Yeah, I mean, if I had that wacko fucking experience, I mean, like I said, I probably wasn't a little scrambled up in the he noggin. He's
2: coming back from a lot. So, like, emotionally he just may not have the room right now to like he's just relieved that he's also connie is alive you know he's also
1: taking what i uh use whenever i am dealing with certain stressful situations where you use sort of a comedic lightheartedness to suppress the fact that you just went through some horrific shit.
2: yeah and he's like
1: law look at me i'm fine don't worry haha you're not hurt connie everything's fine and it's like no steven I get that that's your coping mechanism, but you need to yeah. deal with problems.
2: Yeah, no, Stephen, not dealing with problems uh, except in a very unhealthy manner, like how he tries to deal with problems uh, not belonging to himself vis-à-vis Mayor Dewey's campaign.
1: Whew. Mayor Woo! Dewey is the problem.
2: Take that, Dylan! I just did a segue without you.
1: I can hear. I can hear future Dylan just like.
2: Yeah, Dylan listening to this episode in the future is either going to be very angry and annoyed or very proud of me.
0: (laughs) Let me me do my Dylan impression. Wow, I'm so proud of you. Oh, thanks, Dad. There, I did it. He's got to do that later. You're welcome, (laughs) niece.
2: (laughs) Thanks, Dad slash boss, I guess. (laughs) Anyway. um, So it's nice to see consequences uh, amidst the townsfolk of Beach City Uh, for like magical gem intervention with alien abduction, uh, because usually the townsfolk don't like notice shit going wrong. Yeah. So it's nice. It's nice to see uh some some rabble, which is actually
1: kind of fitting of real life in that people will see that a thing might be a problem but if nobody else does anything they're like it's fine and then suddenly if something noticeably bad happens they immediately 180 and become an angry mob
0: Yeah, I mean I've had this dude following me with a knife for like a week I just (laughs) don't look over my shoulder and it's been (laughs) fine
1: that's what he's waiting for he's waiting for you to look over the shoulder
0: exactly so if we all just ignore it and go about our day I won't get stabbed you're making
1: me nervous Max (laughs) You're nervous!
0: <laughs> you're the nervous one in this situation!
2: <laughs> but you're painting such a vivid picture, it's so evocative that I'm like, ugh!
0: <laughs> I am a storyteller, <laughs> it's what I do. Anyway, so I agree with you, it's nice that there are consequences, There's just like, nah, I'm ping-ponging in my head here, because on the one hand it's nice there are consequences, on the other it's like, the whole gem thing isn't really something you can come complaining to Dewey about. On the other hand, it's natural to like turn hand. to your leadership. <laughs> like, I get it, okay? Like, the town's in crisis, you go to the head of the town. On the other, other <sighs> hand, it's all Stephen's fault. And, like, it's nice that they don't really care it's Stephen's fault, because I don't want to deal with the drama of that. But also they should.
2: <laughs> on that fifth hand. Just keep adding hands. I love this. I think I'm on six hands the now, job! actually.
0: But He's my point hands. is, look, We've the just point got an is, Alexandra I'm Shiva, and hands. this is all very confusing.
2: I'm so overcaffeinated right now, guys. So if I'm, if I'm like, especially giggly, that's why. Look,
0: look, I, I could keep going until I'm fucking hecatonceries. The point here is... <laughs> <laughs> the point here is oh this all fucked.
2: Uh, everybody loves a callback with the uh, oh
0: the uh, understanding people how to talk to book. people the book
1: that no politician has ever read.
0: I honestly, I still think it'd be a more viable strategy for Do you just hit Natafaw with the book and assume his rightful seat as mayor through the path of blood? Of course, that's that's assuming he can, because let's face it, Natafaw would tear him apart in a fight
2: in that power suit. Man, no wonder, no wonder Dewey's- wonder yeah. is
0: fucking- Heels
1: are a class A weapon.
2: Yeah, those-
0: those the, in that suit, could, like, go and shatter Yellow Diamond with yeah, one touch. those
2: sensible business pumps. Yeah, like, she had it in a bag the whole time. Nanoflaw is the best.
0: She really is. Um, She's been one of my favorite characters for, like, since- Since her intro- Yeah, like- I don't know if you guys remember way back in, like, Ringo year one, but, like, the episode she was introduced in uh, Beach Party was, like, my favorite episode for the longest time, and she was a huge factor in that. So I love the fact that she's the mayor of Beach City now.
2: and doing a good job. I'm actually uh, surprised, Max, because you brought up the whole assassination, uh, you know, knee slapper while we were watching, Um, and I was expecting a return of the T-shirt cannon. Um, Because that was, that was the whole, like, faux assassination attempt that Steven did on Mayor Dewey, um, back in Guitar Yeah, you know,
0: Actually, let's talk, I got, I got something serious to say about Steven. Okay. Steven, you're a fucking bitch.
2: Oh, I mean, we know, Steven, but serious, why now? Here's
0: the thing, here's the thing. <laughs> Steven sees, like, Mayor Dewey losing spot. he's like, I'm gonna go help him, but let's face facts. If Natafla had come to Stephen first and was like,
1: Stephen,
0: help with my campaign. He totally would have motherfuckers got no loyalties. That's true.
2: Well, okay, I actually... Here, let me do this. Like,
0: he just adopts whatever causes in
1: front of his eyes. That device. is
2: exactly... Correct. Yes. That is 100% yep. an accurate diagnosis of Steven's character. He is helpful to a fault. But in this instance in particular...
0: It's honestly, can't trust somebody with no enemies. And yes, I know Steven has enemies, but gems that want to kill him because of ancient bloodline <laughs> well, things does not
1: count. It's almost like he's looking for a distraction from his own emotions.
2: Well, yeah, and this is segueing really nicely into my last and fifth note, so, um... And we're only we're at fifteen thirty nine, so let's see if we can bang this out uh, pretty quick here. Yeah, this is gonna be a short one. Um, so uh, yes, Max, you're absolutely right. I couldn't have phrased it better myself. He is glomming onto this right now in this moment, I think, because it's like the biggest crisis that's happening on in Beach City at the at the present moment, um, and he has the problem uh, of trying to assume responsibility for things and it's been exacerbated because of all of the recent revelations about himself and about Rose Quartz not even getting to the biggest ones so he is trying to like solve other people's issues because it would also solve his he thinks and like this was a this was a really good way to frame uh like we mentioned at the beginning of the episode that Steven wasn't understanding, like, why Connie was so upset with him. This, and, like, you know, this was a very, like, excellent way to frame it. Um, like, Steven even comes out and says, like, oh, the, well, the moral of the story is that this is what I did to Connie. But, like, on a intergalactic scale. Uh, what the fuck is Mayor Dewey's problem? Like, this is a grown-ass fucking adult, and he's, he's just, like...
0: all the time. Oh,
2: my God. He's, <laughs> like, he's just, like...
0: Mayor Dewey is only the mayor because no one else in town Yeah, exactly, is and it's like he's, he's
2: like the picture of ineptitude, and that's why he just rubs me the wrong way so much, um, even though he does have, like, funny stage business, but
0: I yeah. think,
2: like, Beach City... Also,
0: I, I do, I do, I do just want to point out real yeah. quick, I love that bit in his speech where he's like, you can't blame me for this thing, you can't blame me for that thing, and you can't blame me for crashing the mayor. <laughs> yeah, we mm-hmm. can. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good, solid Rules of Threes joke.
2: <laughs> um, tonally, Beach City is going through the biggest crisis, the biggest gem-related crisis in the entire show, because Lars, La- oh, Lars yeah. one, of their, one of their own, has literally been abducted by aliens. And,
0: and briefly killed by them. And
2: briefly killed by aliens, but they don't know that.
0: Just for a minute, um, you know. Yeah,
2: he's fine now. He got better. <laughs> and the thing is, is like, Nanofo presumably ran a business before uh, Kofi started running the business. I, I don't know if that has ever been made canonical, but I think we can I, probably assume I'm that she... I'm going we...
0: assume, yeah, that she founded yeah. Fish Stew Pizza.
2: Yeah. Um, and even if she didn't, she still, like, helps run a business. She, she's yes. the
0: fucking matriarch of the family. Yeah, baby. exactly.
2: So she holds... She holds. Dewey can't a... even
0: control his own kid.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. He, and he
0: only he...
1: has the one. It's, it, I think, back, throwing back to beach, Beach City Beach Party or whatever the episode was called. Like Nanafla is the one who ultimately holds like
0: She's the glue of the family.
1: Yes. Like even when like not even Kofi's like anger about the roof being damaged can be like over can like overpower Nanafla's. Yeah, because nana
2: because Nanafla has a solution. Yes. Um and, and, like, so Nanaflaw has proven time and time again in episode after episode that she's Competence. a very capable person. Yeah, um, I just when finished it comes to...
0: watching season two of Luke Cage, so this phrase is fresh on my mind Nanaflaw is the pinnacle of black excellence. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. i uh, yeah. us, three white people,
0: yeah. will uh, go ahead. We, we, we bestow the title As Black As white Excellence. people, we get to decide things like this. No <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, anyway, so what, what I was trying, what I was trying to get to is, in arguably Beach City's most dire hour to date on the show... This episode is proving that Mayor Dewey is very ill-equipped to handle it, to the point of letting a child construct his campaign to run for reelection. Uh, and I think this is probably the best time to have introduced a a uh, story element like Mayor Dewey getting replaced, and I think it was probably best that it was Nanofa.
0: Yeah, seriously, that was fun really genius. Like she takes a Dewey, so everyone blames me thing and just fucking turns it around yeah. into a cry for communal responsibility. That is fucking masterful. Yeah, and like Granted, I know- mm. granted, mm. she's not working the smartest people, so it's not as hard yeah. to win them over, but still.
2: No, I, I know right now, like I understand that, but I don't care because nanafa is the best. Like she
0: is. I love her.
2: Like she could probably cut off my pinky finger and I would just be fine with it.
1: Yeah, and this, is, a, just, this yeah. is what's best for the. This is how cults get started, people. <laughs> right.
2: The Man feel- cult.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> Cutting off your oh, is best for the community.
2: Oh, I'll do it. I don't care. I will join the Nanofa cult.
0: You must pledge all of your financial savings to me.
2: Yeah, and she already talked a lot about <laughs> fingers, so...
0: She talked about ten fingers, ten that's fingers.
2: right. Ten fingers. That's that's fingers. One finger them. for every ten per- people. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. Finger redistribution system. This is great.
2: <laughs> this, is, what is this? this is like fucking EBT for fingers. I hate this.
1: Oh, oh. They can't seize the means of production without
2: fingers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, final thoughts, final thoughts. This cold is just getting more and more dire by the second. Let's wrap (laughs) it up. Thanks for listening to the Nadofwa Zone.
2: We are officially the Nadofwa Zone.
1: Can we, like, no joke, can we actually name it that?
2: I mean, I'm not in charge I mean, of that, but I can I can put that in the... Uh, I start every blurb with Welcome to the Ringo Zone, so I can start this one with Welcome to the Nanoflaw Zone. Absolutely
0: do that. Okay.
2: <laughs> um, final thoughts?
0: Um, shaking things up, going first in the final thoughts for once, is that I now want to see a cross-cartoon mayoral debate between Nanoflaw and Tyler from Gravity Falls.
2: Is he from season two?
0: Yeah, he's the... Get him, get him, biker guy! In season two, he becomes mayor of the town.
2: Oh Jesus Christ! I didn't. Okay, I haven't seen. I'm sorry. I I didn't know you
0: hadn't seen season two. two. I just kind of assumed we'd all watch it all the way through, like ten times, like I have. No,
2: the thing is, is that I I should have by now. And you know how like if you don't do a thing and don't do a thing and don't do a thing, yeah, that
0: I I still have not seen Terminator two. I've been saying I will for like ten years now. Yeah.
2: Can I? Can I? Can I confide something really quick?
1: Absolutely.
2: I still haven't seen Evangelion. Nice. I I haven't either. I still <gasps>
1: need to watch that.
2: Yay! Oh my god. Okay, so we are, we're we're on the same page, definitely.
0: <laughs> yes, Natasha. Final thoughts. Natasha,
1: go. Final thoughts. Uh, I yeah, it's, it's a good episode. Um, I would I would definitely topple the bourgeoisie with Nanafla. <laughs> all
2: right, um, Kayla. All right. So my my final thought is that this episode kind of covers a lot of ground. Um. 'Cause it, it starts with Connie's feelings and Steven not understanding them and then it covers Sadie's feelings about Lars being gone. It's kind
0: of amazing how it goes through like three emotional crises before actually getting to the plot.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's you yeah. but it, it like, I'm
0: not gonna lie, I, I missed the, I missed the Dewey Wins title card when we start watching, so I was like, Shit, they've been talking about other stuff for a while. Did I load the right episode?
2: Yeah. No, and then, and then it goes to Nanafua's uh, soapbox speech, which, quick side note, she's standing on a literal soapbox, that's I know, funny. that made me
1: happy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, that was then, good. And then, like, only then does it actually get to Mayor Dewey panicking about, like, oh, she's gonna uh, usurp my position. I don't know how they managed to do this, but they managed to cover all of that ground, and then the main plot of the episode does not feel rushed
0: in 11 minutes. In 11 minutes. Well, the, the plot is so plot insubstantial. Is...
2: Oh, yeah, works. and none of the bulk of the episode, none of, like, the majority of the content of the plot of the episode feels rushed at all. So this episode covers a lot of ground and a lot of different, like, emotional arcs, emotional mini arcs, I kind of,
0: I kind of feel like it's because... You could stretch out the Dewey plot, but there's not actually a lot of mileage to it. So they probably took. So they probably looked at a bunch of their ideas and were just like, "What's our least substantial thing so we can tack some important filler to lay the foundation of?"
2: Yeah. So I think that's what they did here. I wouldn't doubt if that's actually how they landed on the idea to to make mayor dewey losing a campaign the vehicle for what's actually important which is connie being mad at steven and Stephen not understanding and lars's family and sadie being really cut up that lars is still in space
1: i think we're good are we good i want to throw in one last detail that we missed because we kind of sure played- yeah, go ahead. there for a single second, but I love the reaction faces that the Crystal Gems and Greg have when they're letting Stephen yeah. walk Connie back, <laughs> because opening... I'm looking at them now. Garnet the opening has frames like that... of
2: the episode is just all of them with their faces squished Garnet... against the window. <laughs> that
0: was
1: amazing. Garnet looks like a mom who, like, knows that her son is safe now, but still uh, severely concerned for him. I mean... Greg is, like, Greg's a little bit more because he's more emotionally connected, I would say, like, a bit more to Steven than the rest of them, is, like, He's he's like he's relieved that Steven is safe. Amethyst just looks like she doesn't know what is going on, and Pearl looks like a puppy who's been in a pet shop.
2: Yeah,
0: I did notice Pearl. That was amazing.
2: Yeah, they, they all have they all have their own degree and uh, flair of worry, and I, I wouldn't expect anything less at this point. Like, it, yeah, like the whole the whole thing was was an excellent way to convey, like, the transition from the last episode to now.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of... the One of the things that upsets me about, like, the episodes always being entirely from Steven's perspective is that we're probably never going to get the story of, like, the few hours where the gens assembled Connie and Greg to get ready for, like, an advanced mission. Like, I want to know what that was going to be. Yeah, right. I want to yeah. see how that meeting all came together.
2: Uh... Uh, it would be interesting if they... Because we know they make shorts. Um, It would be interesting if they made, like, a B-roll short.
0: So, yeah. Uh, Thanks for living to the Nanafwa zone. Uh, Please send through the mail to our P.O. box your severed finger along with a donation <laughs> of $250.
2: Shit, now <laughs> I have to keep that whole bit in about Nanafwa cutting off people's fingers. Yes, you do. Okay.
0: That was the payoff this time. The payoff is fingers by...
2: The payoff!
1: <laughs> oh Holy beautiful. shit! Hey,
2: twenty nine oh two. We did it!
0: Yay! Yeah, team.